Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I am a woman living, breathing, experiencing. And the mission of this podcast is to empower businesswomen to take inspired action to elevate their lives. I'm your host, Melissa, and today we're going to talk about marketing research and more specifically, how you can use marketing research to craft really incredible offerings. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Melissa Barker, and I am a business coach who specializes in helping women business owners master marketing, sales, and scale with total confidence. So before we dive into you know, the different types of marketing research, as well as how you can actually use it in your business, I think it's important to discuss a definition and really get on the same page about what is meant by marketing research. So I really like the definition by entrepreneur.com, which is that marketing research is the process of gathering, analyzing, and interpreting information about a market, about a product or service to be offered for sale in that market and about the past, present, and potential customers for that product or service. Right. So in essence, marketing research is simply the process of connecting with or gathering data about the people that you hope will buy your product or service. And now more than ever, I am seeing business owners trying to be scrappy, move quickly, and not conducting any real research before putting offerings out into the market. And while being scrappy is particularly important right now, as it is April 2020, uh, we are in the midst of a global pandemic where everyone has had to move online. There is still a need to do that original research before putting something out into the market. Otherwise, you risk wasting not only your time, your effort, and putting all of your eggs into a basket that hasn't been quantified, that you have not done research around. So let's begin by discussing the two different ways that you can go about marketing research. So there is primary and secondary or direct and indirect marketing research. So when we are talking about direct or primary research, this includes things like interviewing your existing customers, interviewing your target market, maybe conducting, you know, a phone interview or a survey of some kind. But really primary research is the pursuit of that firsthand information on your market and customers. Things like focus groups, online surveys, phone interviews, anything to gather fresh details on the challenges that your potential buyers face and really that information that's going to help you not only craft a really compelling offering, but build out your marketing messages for it, right? And so there's two different ways that you can go about this. You have your exploratory research, And this kind of primary market research is really concerned about looking at overall trends and potential problems that might be worth tackling through your offerings. And then you can also conduct specific research, which is you already have your product or service in mind and you want to vet it against potential customers. So that kind of primary or direct market research is what really I think is the most powerful thing that you can do. So a lot of business owners are scared to get up on the phone to set up these interviews and they think they're going to be bothering people. But really, this is your best way to connect with potential customers and actually warm up potential leads down the line. 
So part of my recommendation, any business owner I work with is always to conduct some short informational interviews with your target audience, because this is your time to connect with them in a really low pressure sales environment, right? And you don't have to be selling to them in this process, but eventually if you would like to, you now have a warm lead. Now, the second kind of research, also known as secondary research or indirect, is all about using data and public records that you have at your disposal to really get information, right? So this could include things like trend reports, market statistics, industry content, and any sales data you already have from running your business. Now, secondary research is particularly helpful for analyzing your competitors, right? And so there's several ways that you can go about secondary research, things like public sources, like I mentioned before, right? Simply researching um, using government statistics and a variety of other different sources. There's also commercial sources. And these are often in the form of things like market reports. You wanna think of like Gartner or Forrester research. And this kind of information can be really helpful for gathering trends, but usually is associated with some sort of payment. And then you also have things like internal sources, like I mentioned about, you know, using your own customer records and data to start to analyze that piece. And then another method that you can use or another avenue really is social media, right? So conducting searches or, you know, basic keyword searches in different groups to see what people are talking about as it relates to what you plan to offer. So there's a whole host of ways that you can go about research. And I always recommend as you're building out offerings to do a mix of both. You really, really need that primary direct research where you are connecting and talking to and asking questions of people that are in your target audience. But to complement that, it's also very helpful to see what your competition is doing and do basic Google searches and searching social media and those groups to access that kind of data as well. So you want a mix of both anytime you are building out a new offering. And so next I'm gonna take you through a couple of steps when you want to think about, all right, I know I want to create a new offering. What are the steps to go about in doing this research? So step one is to define your audience, right? Always and forever, Marketing 101, you have to know who you're selling to. And once you have that information, only then can you start to conduct research, right? And so building out that persona, building out that demographic information, sociographic information, all of that is really important so that you're not just asking random people. And so you need to be connecting with people that really fit that audience. Step two is to prepare your questions, right? And include open-ended questions. Use this as an opportunity to develop ideas for your future offerings. And if you wanna test an offering idea, then make sure that you ask about the idea itself and also open up you know, broader questions so people feel good about giving you their honest feedback. And as you're developing questions, what you really wanna think about is ensuring that you have questions not only about your potential offerings, but about each stage of the buyer's journey, right? So when we're talking about the buyer's journey, what I mean is awareness, consideration, decision, right? At a very, very high level, uh, oversimplified rather. And so at that awareness stage, you really want to start asking questions of people to understand what are the common triggers that lead someone to enter into an evaluation or looking for the product or service that you're planning to offer, right? So starting to understand and get in the mind of the consumer of like what might prompt them to even begin looking. 
And then at the consideration stage, you want to make sure that you know, you're asking questions that will help you uncover themes as well as detailed sources of, you know, where these buyers might go when conducting their evaluation of a product or service. So who are they interacting with? Where are they researching, right? So a great example is maybe you find out that they always do a Google search. And so it's important for you to have a Google business page, or maybe they tend to go to Yelp. So you really want to be in the places where your target audience might consider looking for more information and to validate that this person that they are buying from, you know, provides really great service or a really great product. And then at the next stage down, which is the decision, you really want to understand a very clear picture of how a decision is made, including that the people who, uh, who are in like the sphere of influence, right? And maybe the other product features or information that can make or break a deal of someone buying your product or service. So this is why it's so important to ask open-ended questions, right? Like, okay, if you were to buy this product or service, you know, what would your process look like? And let people just explain who they would talk to, what they would research, considerations they would have, because that's where the magic is. That's where the information lies that will not only help you in developing a really incredible offering, but also market it in an effective way where you preempt those concerns and those questions through your marketing messages. So that was step one and two, define your audience, prepare your questions. Step three is after you've conducted your research, analyze the data, right? And start to pull out themes, capture exact phrases and language that your potential customers are using to use that in your marketing, to use that in your descriptions for your offering. And then step four is to make an action plan, right? In your analysis, you probably uncovered a few campaign ideas or things that you can really add to the messaging and do and market, right? So find what are those little nuggets of information and then turn it into an actionable plan. How are you going to roll this out? You know, what is the timeline that needs your offering needs to be created? What does your launch plan look like? Right. And so those, I think, are really the keys to not only conducting really effective market research, but to make sure that you're making use of it. So quick reiteration. Step one was define your audience. Step two is prepare your questions and tie those questions to the different stages in the buyer's journey, awareness, consideration and decision. Once you've conducted your market research, step three is analyze the data. Step four is to make an action plan and develop your campaigns and your launches. So I'm keeping it short and sweet this week. I would love to hear back from you though. So please always feel free to send me a message on Instagram. My handle is Melissa S. Barker. And I would love to hear from you what you found was helpful, any future topics that you would love to hear covered on this podcast as it relates to marketing, sales, scaling your business, general business best practices, because it's so helpful for me to get that feedback to make sure I'm creating content that you find valuable. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating on iTunes and a message or review if you feel called to, because that really helps ensure that this podcast gets in front of other wonderful women business owners and keeps sharing that message. So thank you again for your time. And until next time, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking and check back on the second and fourth Tuesday at 9am for another episode of Women Rise.